It's not like a regular vape where you have to like suck and blow like 900 times. <laughs> Just like one and done. <laughs> okay, so we're so we're talking porn star life compared to married wife life. I got gotcha. you. I don't know where this conversation is going already. Oh my gosh. <laughs> This is apparently Colin, a parenting podcast, um, and I am one of your hosts, Johnny Casino, um, and I have to tell everyone who's listening right now something. I, I need to reassure you that your internet mother and your internet father have not broken up. We are not split up. We are still very much um, your internet parents, um, but Chelsea is sick. Chelsea got sick. We're supposed to record, and then today she's traveling um, for work to, uh, Ontario or something like that. And so she, she told me now, it, now f husbands out there, listen to this, right? So it, it's not, did I go ask her permission to step out on her? No, 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 no. She came to me and said, Hey, go find another woman. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow, wow. Like this is, this is the kind of relationship that we have Chelsea. Uh, she was very encouraging um, for me to just go go find another woman, but for a one-time thing, right? And then she'll get to find out all the details about it afterwards. I hear that's how open marriages work. Um, so I, I reached out, and I have with me a guest I'm very grateful for filling in this week, and I'm here with Katie Burdo. Hi, Katie. Hi. You're interviewing me for a sister-wife position. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. If, so it's one of those things where, like, like, it, it, and, and I, my knowledge of open marriages is, like, extremely thin, and I think it's probably just from watching TV shows. Uh, but I think if it's, like, a continuous person on the other side, I think that line starts to blur too much. So it can't be sister-wife. I'm sorry, this is a hit it and quit okay. it, one I'll and done. I'll just be a one-night stand or a one-day stand right here. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad we've established <laughs> I'm going to give this. you the best hour of your life. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, well, it's... <laughs> So whenever you whenever you have a, a guest co-host or something like that, you're always like, okay, it's going to be a little bit different. And as Chelsea's listening to this, she's like, yeah, this is very different. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I don't want to let Chelsea down. I don't want to let her down. <laughs> oh no, she'll be she'll either be uh, laughing hysterically or rolling her eyes specifically at me. <laughs> so we're we're good. Um, so Katie, I, th the reason I had you, well, I, I actually. Chelsea was like, hey, start start by asking Katie Burdo. I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Because you are now doing a parenting uh, podcast, your um, uh, Tantrums and Tequila, right? And make yep. sure I put those words in the right order. Um, I just actually finished listening to your latest episode. I've been so far behind on all my shows. Made sure I got that in this morning, you know, just <laughs> to, to get a little refresher there. Um, and you and Lacey, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Y'all yeah. just tell stories about your kids. Lacey's there right now, right? Yeah, she's she came over and she's downstairs watching the kids because I was like, I don't know, like my luck, it'll be the day we want to record. They won't take naps, and then I'm gonna be like, SOL. So, I call, I text her, and I was like, Hey, you mind coming over for a little bit and just watching the kids for me? She's like, Sure, I'm on my way. <laughs> okay, well that's that's nice of her. That's nice. Of yeah. Her. Um. Okay. So, 
something Chelsea had started doing a few episodes back was like a get to know you question. And it's just, I mean, we talked about how many items can you order in a drive through um, brushing your teeth or what happens if you forget to brush your teeth. I mean, just random stuff. So something popped up for me this morning um, and I'll give you the layout of where this came from. And I want your opinion on this. Okay. So I had to go to Walmart earlier today because I'm, I'm flying out tonight to go to Seattle. Got packs this weekend. And I'm, I'm flying uh, Spirit. Have you ever flown Spirit? Yeah, I have. I flew, I flew Spirit to Peru. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Was it a good experience? Because, I, I mean, I'm still I mean, not super nervous, but... I mean, I had a good experience. I mean flying in general just like stresses me out like I have like the worst anxiety because like I'm not in control if anything happens so I hate flying and then the minute you hit turbulence it's like oh god like give me my life vest like we're going down like I just I hate it but spirit was it wasn't bad um we had good service they didn't lose any of our luggage or anything like that and they even gave us some snacks so really cool yeah I got a snack because that's I mean that's the whole thing with spirit is like it's the a la carte you know, flight experience. Like you mm-hmm. have to, I, I mean, most places now are charging you per bag. Um, but like, even yeah, if I was you... really upset. I just flew Allegiant and they'd never charged you for anything. And they're like, Oh, would you like a beverage? And I was like, you know what? I would love like a soda. And they're like, okay, it's like $3. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> like when, when did you guys start charging? <laughs> like, well, it, I guess most airlines do the sodas for free. Right. Yeah, and this this one didn't, and I was like, no, then I'll I'll just be parched. I'm not paying three dollars for half a soda with like nine ice cubes. <laughs> like I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So so with with Spirit, everything, every little thing you pay for, like if you want a a carry on bag that goes in the overhead, you have to mm-hmm. pay for it, right? And it's actually they charge you more for that than they do for checking a bag. Mm-hmm. And also like every step of the way, so you can you can pay for the stuff. Um, as you're, um, you know, booking your flight or you can pay for it when you get there, or you can pay for it. Like if it's too big, you can pay for it when you get up to the front desk or whatever. And and like every time it gets more expensive, like every step along the way. So I, I, I paid for one check bag. Um, I know they're not gonna have any drinks. So I'm going to pick up some bottles of water or whatever in the airport, which is still gonna be stupid expensive. Um, but I wanted to make sure, um, that, I had some snacks and stuff for the flight. So I, I, I had to go to Walmart. So I go to Walmart and I'm driving through and I'm crossing past all the different exits and stuff like that. And I see this couple coming out with a kid. And so I, I stop, I slow down, right? Cause you, you want to let people go across and they walked so slow as they were crossing this thing. <laughs> and it's just like, do, 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 do. And then I turned down the aisle to go towards, you know, a parking spot and there's just this lady walking with her basket full of crap from Walmart, dead center, <laughs> super slow. And so now I'm stuck behind this person who's walking, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, you're a mom. You, you have your kids. I'm assuming you have to take them with you when you go out shopping and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you, well, one, what are your thoughts on whenever you're crossing or walking? And then also like when, if you were to get stuck, like, like, how do you handle it? I, I want to know, like, how this makes you feel. Does it does it bother you like it bothers me, or is it just like a whatever? I mean, it used to. It used to drive me nuts if somebody, like, gets in front of me and then just, like, goes, like, super slow. And then in my head, I'm like, why did you just get in front of me if you're going to go slow? Like, move out of the way. But now, Harley 
likes to walk. So I let her experience walking a little bit. And I'll have Julia in the cart and then Harley will be walking. So we have to actually go a little slower. So I guess like now, like it's like mellowed me out a little bit and it doesn't bother me as much as it used to. What about like in the parking lot? Like this woman, the woman I got stuck behind, like she was walking down the middle of the row of cars in the parking lot dead center. I would have like done like a gentle beep, I think. Okay. The gentle beep. That's the way to go. Yeah. Okay. The little beep. Just because she's probably like, oh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention, like, where I was. Well, at least down here, because we have all old people down here, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have, like, all the tourists and, you know, people who are just, like, waiting to die, basically, so. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you know, that's, they... What they, that's what they say about Naples. It's, like, where everybody comes before they die. <laughs> like, everybody lives here before they die. <laughs> so, wouldn't maybe the right answer just be to run them down? I mean, I mean, maybe they're, they're waiting for that anyway. I know, but they're so like, they're on so many medications. Like even when they're driving on the road, I'll be like, why is this person going so slow? And then I'll get like some road rage and I'll like come around and they're like this, like hiding like behind the steering wheel. Like you can't even see them. And I'm like, why are you driving? <laughs> yeah, they're, you know, they, they do, uh, like eye tests and stuff like that as, you know, as you get older, I, maybe even when you're young, they eye test for driver's license. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that same way in Florida. I assume it's that way everywhere. Yeah. No, they still do. Yeah. There should definitely be a point in which you have to like show mild competency driving, especially at the older ages. Like eventually mm-hmm. like the, the guy's got to look over like, look, you're like 90 years old. Just hand over your license. Let's cut this thing yeah. up. Public transportation. Yeah, family members. You're an exactly. old person. You'd be like, hey, I'm I'm a sweet old person. You, you're a family member. You should drive me around. Exactly. Okay. But, you know, one thing I want to point out to you is you said you went to Walmart. Yeah. And you went to Walmart to get snacks for your flight. Yeah. You can't take food through security. Yeah, you can. No, you cannot. You can't take bottles of water. You can't take drinks over a certain thing. You can take food. You could. What security? I had I had chips and something else for Harley, and it wasn't liquid, and they made me throw it away. They're like, you can't take food back here. There's a. They're like, they're like, there's a store back here where you can buy chips and gum and whatever else you want. And I was like, are you serious? What? And they're like, baby food is acceptable and like formula is acceptable, but you're not allowed to have like chips or food or anything like that. And I was like, wow. Okay. So I had to throw it away and then walk through security to buy food from like their own little like shack or whatever. So what airport is this? It's the Fort Myers airport, RSW. Okay. I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah. And even in like, and then I flew out of like a Hobunk one, which is like Punta Gorda and the same thing. So I was like, I don't know. Is is this like all, all ones in Florida? Like maybe it's a Florida law or rule or something. Like, I don't know what I'm hiding in my bag of potato chips. Like, well, I mean, there's often times <laughs> there's often times when um, rules and laws are uh, put in place because like some business puts pressure on it, like hey hey you know we need to uh, get more business for these vendors inside the yeah. airport so let's make it where you can't take this stuff past security but I mean I do it all the time and oh. like I want to say 
I, at one time I thought you could even get away with like unopened bottles, but I think that I think maybe that's not even the case. But yeah, I've got I I so I I got the perfect perfect food for an airplane, right? I've got my trail mix, which is my uh-huh. my honey nut trail mix, so it's everything's honey oh, roasted. Um, and I got beef jerky, but not the super smelly kind, I hope. Oh my God. I was going to say you're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) You're that person that opens like beef jerky or like eats like a tuna sandwich on the flight. And then like the whole aircraft just smells. No. Like beef jerky. No, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) But you know what? I I might, you know what I need to do? And it's just hit me. Like I need to go through like some drive-through place on the way and bring my, bring that food in. I don't know. I've got some planning to do. I got a fly tonight. I'm, I'm going to land at what's effectively two o'clock in the morning, my time. By the time I land there, it's going to be a long yeah. day. It's all right. I'm going for fun. Like the whole purpose of this trip is for fun. So I can get past any of these nuances with, with dealing with flight on this one. Weren't you just on a trip somewhere? Uh, I went to Seattle like two months ago. Oh, yeah. It wasn't that what long. What are you doing ago. in Seattle, Johnny? You got a side business? <laughs> uh, no. I mean, I am hoping to move there at some point. But uh, it's, it's actually my, uh, where my other family lives. Uh, don't tell my wife. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I, so my, my wife's all, all her family lives up there. Oh, gotcha. And so that's why we were there over the summer. And then PAX West, the big video game convention, PAX West, um, is happening this weekend. So I'm flying up there to meet a buddy of mine. And we're going to go to a big video game convention. Oh, that'll be so fun. Yeah, so it's all worth it. So like dealing with midnight flights and all that stuff, it's it's worth it for what we're going for. Um, so I want I'm gonna get into a little topic here. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm, I'll give you the scenario that kind of leads up to this because this, this is normally how these things go. Like something in one of our lives happens. It's like <laughs> I don't know how to deal with this. Um, let's get some opinions here. And then most of the show is like a cry for help from, from the listeners, like someone out there, listen to this and please like help fix me. Yeah. So my daughter has a cell phone. She's 10 years old. She has a cell phone. Um, if you've been listening to the show long enough, you know that it's not my idea for her to have a cell phone, but her mother wins on that one. Um, so she has, it's an iPhone six. It's my wife's old iPhone. Mm -hmm. Uh, we put a case on it, put a screen protector on it. Right. So a few days ago, she was out playing and um, I, I texted her, you know, what time she needed to come home. And I called her right before she was supposed to be home. And she's like, oh, I'm heading home. Do do do. And it's happy mood. She walks in the house and she's just like in tears. Oh, and I'm no. Like, I'm like, Camille, what happened? And so she shows me her phone and it's just like this shattered look to it. And I'm like, it's fine. It's just the screen protector. It's fine. Right. Just replace the screen protector. And she's like, no, I took that off a little bit ago. And I'm like, what? And so what had happened was she had dropped it. She had taken it. She had taken it off um, because it got messed up. And then she dropped it again after I talked to her. So accidents happen, right? Uh Um, Kids are going to drop their stuff. I drop my phone all the time. Never once cracked screen, but I've dropped it a billion times. And... um, we're talking to her and we were, so you're mad, right? You're, you're in the situation. Like you're mad. This is going to be cost us. I mean, it only costs us like 50 bucks to fix it. But I'm like, Camille, you took your, your screen protector off. You never take your screen protector off. And her response to me, and this is where the question goes is <laughs> the response to me was, but you never told me not to take it off. And it hit that <laughs> moment where I'm like, yeah, it should be common sense. It should be. 
and this is where <laughs> this is where the question is. Okay, so so when I was a kid, would I? I mean, we didn't have cell phones like this when I was a kid. But like, would I have known to just not take it off if it breaks? Would I have made the same mistake? Like, how do you deal with, or what is your plan? I guess at this point, because I don't know if Harley is causing these problems now. But what is your plan for dealing with times when when you have not explicitly told Harley not to do something, and then she does something that causes damage, breaks something, whatever, something wrong. And her excuse is, but you never told me not to do this. Hmm. I don't know because Harley, she's only two and a half, right? So she doesn't really understand that much. But when I tell her like, Harley, don't do that. It's you're going to get hurt. Don't do that. You're going to get hurt. And then she'll get hurt. And then she'll come crying to me and I, I'll look at her and be like, are you okay? And she'll be like, no, like my leg hurts. And I'm like, well, I told you not to do that because that's what was going to happen. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. But I feel like with, with your phone case thing though, like if, if that was Harley, I would be really upset obviously because you're doing everything to protect the phone and then she takes off the protector and then it breaks. And then you're like, oh, like you feel obligated and you're like, okay, well, I need to fix it for you. But at the same time, like you, you should have known not to do that. So I feel like I would give her like one strike kind of thing with when it comes to the phone, like I would fix it and I'd be like, okay, this is, you see what this, what happened here? This is because you took the screen protector off. We put it on here so it doesn't break. Do not take it off again. If you take it off again, then you're responsible for paying to fix it or whatever and blah, 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 blah. See, that's how I, I feel I would handle that situation. Like and, I would fix it, but then you, cause you, it's, you, they're little, like they're, it's trial and error, like things that we know, they don't know, like we're supposed to teach them, you know, and sometimes the best way to teach things is for accidents to happen and then they learn from it. And, and that's kind of what we're doing. And we're trying to figure out if there's a way we want her to kind of work off some of the cost. Um, um, but I, I think that the bigger problem now is coming up. It's like, well, what's the next thing? Like, what's the next thing that she's going to do? And like, this isn't the first time something's happened where it's like, but I didn't know. And you're just like, but kid, you should have thought. I mean, yeah. it should be obvious, <laughs> but I never know. Like, it should be obvious, but I'm an adult who's yeah. had many life experiences. So exactly. is, it, is it obvious? <laughs> like, at what point do you draw a line that's like, okay, I'm going to let you get away with this because... I didn't explicitly tell you not to do it, but this thing over here, I'm not going to let you get away with because you should have obviously known. Like, where's that line? I don't know. I honestly have no idea. And like, like I said, Harley isn't really there yet. So I haven't really had to experience this yet, but I'm trying to think of like, you know, times when I was little and stuff, but I was always such a good child. Like I always did what I was told. And I never got in trouble ever. Like I never got detention at school. I never like disobeyed my mom because I was just scared of like disappointing her. So like I never did anything wrong, but my sisters would do wrong all the time. And I was like, oh my gosh. Now I remember I would sit back and be like, see, that's why I pay attention because I'm not dealing with that wrath of my mom. You know, like I'm not. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're, so, so you were that sibling that was like. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then they would come up to me. Katie, you go ask mom. You go ask her because she likes you the best. <laughs> like, nice. 
<laughs> nice. I just I, I always did what I was told. So I'm getting to the point where I'm like, Harley's not that way. Like, I'll tell Harley not to do something and she does it anyway. And she'll even look back at me and like smile as she like touches something I tell her not to touch or whatever. And then I'll have to like bring the hammer down and get like super, super stern and like give her like, you know, every mom has like that look. And then she'll stop and like walk away. But I'm like, oh my God. Like, I just want to like punch you in your face. <laughs> like, don't do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Kids suck. She, yeah, they, they do. And then, you know, I don't have any boys. I just have girls. But I hear boys are like crazy. But girls are so sassy. Oh my God. Like, the sass is so strong. And it's like, why are you so rotten? Like, what happened to my adorable little innocent, like, two teeth, like, baby that was just so happy all the time? And now she's just, like, so sassy. And, it, and it's just, what oh, happened? Okay, so let me, let's, let's fade that way. Because I'm, I'm curious on your thoughts on this, too. Um, where does she get that from? And I'm not asking if it's from you or Chris, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I, I'm assuming you have sass in you if you're with Chris. Like, I'm just, like, making this connection here. Uh, but, like, you know, you made, you made the comment about your daughter being, you know, that she was this little sweet girl and all innocent. And then, like, oh, now she's all sassy. Like, I saw a transformation like that with my daughter somewhat. Like, my kid, mm-hmm. Camille, is still that really sweet, wants to appease everyone type kid. But, like, when I started to see some of the transition, when I started seeing some of the attitudes like that, like I could almost pick out who she was around that was causing this. So, mm-hmm. so Harley being, I know you've said this a number of times now and I'm blanking all of a sudden two, two and a half, two and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. Yeah. See, I do listen. I'm a good, I'm a good <laughs> listener. Um, like, is she seeing this somewhere? Is it, is it like, is it, are you watching like, uh, the Powerpuff Girls? I don't know if they're sassy. That's a cartoon with girls. You know what? I don't even know. Um, I don't know. I know that I can tell you firsthand that shows that we watch in front of her and all that stuff definitely influence her in a certain aspect, but we don't like, it's not like we're watching Deadpool or something like that in front of her. Like, for the most part, during the day when she is having, like, her TV time, it's, like, singing songs and, um, like, bubble guppies and whatever else that, like, a learning show that she wants to watch. Like, I don't let her watch SpongeBob because that's just going to rot your brain. Um, Like, I don't let her watch junk. Like, it has to, like, have a learning or a moral or something to it for me to, like, want her to watch it. Aside from, like, the Pixar movies that she likes to watch. But I don't know. Like, I feel like she was so sweet and innocent and then she turned two. And then it was like the terrible twos, like hardcore. Like they just hardcore came up here and just slapped me in the face. And everyone's like, oh, you think twos are bad? Like wait till they're three or wait till they're four. And I'm like, no, like it's only supposed to be terrible twos. Like I can't, it's only supposed to be terrible twos. But Harley's always been like so independent. Like she loves dressing herself. And I want to, like, let her have that freedom to where, you know, she wants to, you know, pick out her clothes or whatever. And sometimes they, like, don't match at all. And I'm like, oh, my God. But to her, she's like, look, Mommy, I'm so pretty. And I'm like, yeah, you're so pretty. You know, like, sure, go go right ahead and wear that disgusting outfit out of the house like while we go grocery shopping or whatever. So I, 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 I know. 
I'm, I'm starting to take away that maybe bubble guppies is the issue. I mean, that's I what you're letting her watch. She's got an attitude now. She dresses terribly. I mean, she, she doesn't listen. No, but here's the, here's the funny thing. Okay, ever since she was born, right, Chris likes to watch wrestling. Okay. And he still watches wrestling. Um, and Harley will sit down and watch it with him. And I never thought it, it was a problem until Lacey's kids were over here. She has twins who are three. And Lacey and I are in the kitchen talking. And then we just hear her son screaming. And we go into the living room and Harley has him in like a headlock on the ground. And they're like doing circles. And I was like, Harley, like, what are you doing? And... She was like, wrestle, like I'm wrestling. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, Harley, let go of him. Like she had him in like a headlock. And I was like, okay, Chris and I obviously are not physical with each other or anything like that. And I'm like, where did she see that? And I'm like, she had to have seen it from wrestling. And then the other, like a week after she like takes our dog and like body slammed our dog onto the couch. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, so put, putting putting the friend in a headlock, depending on the friend, maybe not the best move. Body slamming your dog? She, like, picked up the dog and, like, body slammed her under the couch. I mean, she's this little tiny dog, but I was like, Harley. And then my dog's looking at me like, oh, my God, help me. Okay, so obviously you were at least somewhat mortified by this. Yeah. But Chris, being the person who was watching wrestling... And yeah. obviously doesn't want to give up wrestling or anything like that. Like, what was his response to this? Was he like rooting her on? Was he like, oh, crap, I got to figure out how to change this? You know, he wasn't home because I stay home with them during the day. So he was at work. And but he had I, to have heard about it, right? Oh, yeah. I called him and I told him and he thought it was hilarious. And he was like, oh, my gosh, that's so funny. But we should probably like you know, tell her that's not good. And I'm like, um, you think? Like, I already did that. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for your input. I already did that. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm, I'm going to have to change my, my thing. It's maybe not the gubble buppies or whatever you call them. Bubble guppies. <laughs> the, I'm going to go with guggle, gubble buppies because it sounds funnier to me. Um, so the real issue here is, is Chris and pro wrestling. So we'll just we're just gonna settle like that. That is gonna be our, our our real issue. Any problems that Harley ever has in the future, you can come back to this moment, blame it on Chris and pro wrestling. Yeah, and it's true. And she and like I try to tell her, you only wrestle with Daddy because sometimes I'll be sitting on the floor with Julia and Harley comes up to me and she goes, "I'm gonna fight you, haya!" And then she like kicks me in the spleen, and I'm like, "No, you don't fight me. You only fight Daddy." And she goes, "Oh, okay." And I'm like, you can't just go around telling everybody you're going to fight them, Harley. Like, you just, you don't do that. Well, why? Because it's not nice. <laughs> like, <I don't... laughs> but Chris will come home and that's what they do. They instantly start like wrestling each other and like having tickle fights. And then she'll grab her lightsaber and then he'll grab his. And then they're fighting. And that's just what they do. Like every single day they come, like he comes home from work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm like, why is she so violent? And I'm like, this is Chris's fault. <laughs> so I, I guess I got lucky a little bit because, you know, so my son is seven mm -hmm. and he and I wrestle all the time. Like he'll just come attack me out of nowhere, which I've had to talk to him about because, you know, a seven-year-old <laughs> running full blast into your back unexpectedly can cause an issue. <laughs> um, But he, uh, 
you know, we, we wrestle all the time. I let him play fighting games, you know, when he's playing mm-hmm. video games. I let him play like Fortnite and stuff where you're shooting. But I know him well enough to know that that like he has that separation between between like what he sees and what mm-hmm. he does. Like I've never once caught him at any point where it's like, okay, like he's actually gonna try to beat up someone else. I mean, he's still a scrawny yeah. little kid. I don't see him ever being the fighting dominant guy ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I got lucky there. And I'm, I mean, there are still obviously limits on what you watch in front of your kids, right? Well, but, yeah. <laughs> but I don't have to, I don't have to worry as much. Like the one place I ever have to worry is things that are scary. And if my daughter's in the room, because the lightest thing will just mm-hmm. like freak her out. Yeah. And you know, what's weird is that Harley is obsessed with like scary stuff. Like, what? like she she loves Halloween. Um like for last year, right? She was one and she was one and a half last yeah, she was almost two last Halloween. And for fun, we would take her and let her walk around like the Halloween stores and like those creepy things that would like jump out. She'd be like, Whoa, like she loved it. And then she begged me for this like spooky, like ghoul looking like skeleton thing and she was like oh my baby and she was like carrying it around and I was like this is so morbid (laughs) but we ended up getting it for her and she's like my baby my baby like and she loves spooky things and like scary things and I hate scary things and she loves it like I was like oh my gosh like I would jump out but she'd be like (laughs) like this is so cool does does that include things that like jump out at you yeah like, she'll be like, whoa, and then she'll laugh and think it was, like, the funniest thing that's, like, ever happened to her. Oh. She's, like, not scared of it. Like, there could be a creepy clown. Like, come here. And she'd be like, okay. <laughs> like, it just wouldn't phase her. <laughs> Apparently, like, so I, I, I found out recently, I think I talked about it in the last episode, that, that, you know, everyone has some level of anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's good. Like you need to have some anxiety to keep you out of certain dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. Apparently your daughter has l- like a lack of, and she must've sent it all to mine yeah. because <laughs> no, like that stuff. Oh man. Yeah. I, just, I don't like world. it. Yeah. That stuff just creeps me out. And then it's weird because she's also like the shyest person. Like if someone comes up to her and goes, hi, Harley, even if it's like a family member that she hasn't seen in like a week, she like hides behind me and she's like so shy. And so it's so weird. Like it, I don't get how it like balances out, but then like they could be like, have like a Halloween mask. Like Chris was walking around and she's like, daddy, put this one on. It was like the goriest, like scariest mask. And he put it on and she's like, oh, <laughs> like that's so funny. Like you need to get it, <laughs> like buy it. I, I, I wonder if it's um like a separation in, like reality, like, so a real person you'd be, mm-hmm. cause you could tell it's a real person, but if it's like, maybe she's got that thing. It's like, okay, this is obviously fake, right? This scary looking maybe. clown, whatever. Yeah. Cause so when my daughter was, she must've been about that same age, about two and a half, mm-hmm. um, two, two and a half. Um, I, I went out to sea. I was in the Navy. I went out to sea and I was gone for probably a month or so. And then Amy and her met me in Hawaii when we, when we pulled in there And like, she was shy about me. Like I'm her dad. I was around her all the time, but like, she still was kind of like unsure. And Mm -hmm. first of all, that sucked. 
right? Oh, like, I bet that has. Oh, that has to have been so awful. But but I mean, it makes you it makes you wonder if it's just like uh, like a, a reality compared to like understanding that okay, and and how a two and a half year old realizes that a scary clown is not a real thing. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, so like I said, Harley's just so strange. She's a straight. She's so strange. <laughs> I don't even like understand her, and I'm with her twenty four seven. So, 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 you know, we, we, we started talking a little bit about like how to handle when your kids do something you have not explicitly told them not to. And we've gone into a lot about who Harley is and Mm -hmm. between the wrestling, the gobble buppies, (laughs) the, um, what seems to be, uh, like, it seems like a, a somewhat of a level of independence when it comes to like fear and all that stuff. She is going to come at you with these things. She's, she is. (laughs) I hate to tell you this, right? Because I don't like to be, I don't like to be the person who's like, oh, watch out for this, right? You got this thing coming your way, right? Terrible threes, uh oh. I don't want to be that yeah. person. But she she sounds like she's gonna be testing some waters, testing some lines. Oh, I know. Like I'm I'm already like trying to mentally like brace myself <laughs> so, for boundaries. So when she comes up to you, so with that in mind, right, mm-hmm. we got you in this mindset. So so there right. she is. She's walking around the house. And she has picked up uh, a vase. I don't know. Do you have vases sitting around? Uh, a glass thing? I don't know. Something glass picks okay. it up. Why don't we? Why don't we say it's Chris's switch? Because she can reach. Mm. Oh no! Oh, this makes it just a little bit more painful for me. But okay, <laughs> yeah. She pick. She finds Chris's switch, and she picks it up and takes it out of where she was supposed to. Now I'm assuming she's. Does she ever? She's not. Is she allowed to hold this thing? Yeah. If we supervise her, she likes to like play she likes to play mario kart on it okay so let's say she picks it up she's unsupervised you're dealing with your other child doing something something you have to be doing and she's doing it and the next thing you know you hear her scream and you walk in and the switch is in the toilet (gasps) and and you look at her and she's like but mommy you never said i couldn't play the switch over the toilet I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to give I it a know. level of oh realism here. I just, I don't even know what I would do. I would just be like, oh my god, a, my husband's gonna fucking kill me. B, the switches in the toilet, <laughs> like get it out. C, does rice work? Like, can we put this thing in like rice? And I mean, she would definitely get in trouble. She would be sent to her room, which to her right now, she's finally at the age where if I tell her. If you don't stop, you're going to your room. She'll stop. Like, she will. She'll stop. But she always pushes me. Like, she goes to see, like, how far I'll go. Um, But she knows, like, and we even have, like, a little behavior chart for her. So if I say you're going to your room, she knows she's in deep shit. Because she hates going to her room. She hates being by herself. She feels like she's in jail. She's such, like, a free little spirit. So um, when I'm locking her up in there, um, she hates it. So I feel like if that happened, I'd be like, go to your room, you know? And then she would go to her room screaming the whole way. And then I would figure out how to do this. But because she's two and a half, I feel like I would put the blame on me at that point because no, she shouldn't be playing the switch over the toilet, but B, I should have been watching her better. And I don't know because she's two and a half. So I'd be like, this is my fault. 
Okay. I mean, every kid wants to put stuff down the toilet. Like, there's a whole, like, Daffy Duck episode, right? Where everything goes down the hole. You don't remember that? I'm assuming you've watched Daffy Duck way more recently than I have. <laughs> no, but I remember this from my childhood. <laughs> like, he'd be like, oh, rubber ducky goes down the hole, and he would flush it, and then, like, a, the whole toilet clogged, and it was, like, a lesson. Was this Daffy Duck, or was this Tiny Toons? Okay, maybe Tiny Toons. Because that sounds but like... I remember yeah. Yeah, that sounds more like something that like the Tiny Toon version of Daffy would yeah. do more than the uh, adult version of yeah, Daffy. So that sounds weird. Yeah, so definitely Tiny Toons then. Okay. Because he was Baby Duck. So I feel like every kid wants to put stuff in the toilet. I don't know. I mean, Harley hasn't done that anything like that yet, and I hope she she doesn't. Like for the most part, she's she's a good kid. She just she's at the age where she's pushing boundaries like crazy. So. Something you said in there triggered a, a, a um, I would say, kind of a parallel topic here. So I'm, I'm curious on your thoughts on this because it's something I'm personally struggling with. Okay. So I'll come home and there'll be shoes on the floor. And I'll be like, mm -hmm. kids, I've told you before, put your shoes away. This is your last chance. Mm -hmm. Or I'll be like, you know, you need to go do this thing. And they'll be like, I don't want to. Like, no, you need to do this. And they'll kind of push it just a little bit. Right. Now, personally, I am trying to swap it to you get told once, you don't do it, here's consequence. Mm -hmm. Now, you had just mentioned how about how like Harley will kind of like keep testing things, keep moving it up a little mm -hmm. bit until it gets that go to your room thing. Right. Where do you think, I'm trying to think of the best way to word this question, like how do you think we, you could approach it in, in like, here's how many chances you should get. When do you get to where we're like, okay, you only ever get one chance. Is is giving them multiple chances or, or uh, the, even the opportunity to elevate it at this early age going to cause like these other issues as they get a few years older and now they've kind of seen how it is. Because now when I'm like, you don't get a second chance, go do this. And they're like, well, you always give a second chance. Well, not anymore. Mm. Like times are yeah. changing. You know, I feel... Um like maybe when Harley's like three, three and a half, when she can understand me better, then she's only like from me personally, she's only going to get like one chance. Like Harley, I told you to go pick it up, go pick it up. And if she doesn't pick it up, then like we'll follow the consequences on like her little chart or whatever, um, which is why like I've started to incorporate the chart with her now and she doesn't really get it yet, but um, I'll be like, the bottom panel is red and on it, it says you lose all privileges and you go to your room. But for her, she tells me red is bed. And I'm like, yes, red is bed. So red means you go to your bed. Um, so when she can understand it and like comprehend it a little bit more, then I'll definitely be more strict because sometimes Chris is like super strict on her right now. And I have to like remind him that she's only two. Um, and it's hard for us because Harley speaks so eloquently. She has a huge vocabulary for only being two and a half. She can spell her name. She can spell Julia's name. She doesn't know how to write it yet, but she knows how to spell it. She knows her letters. She knows how to count, all that stuff. So I'm like, it's hard because then like there'll be things that like three and four year olds are doing and I'll be like, go do that. Like, cause I know you can, but she's like, I, I don't know how to do that. Like I'm, you know, so it's yeah. hard. And then Harley's also really tall. She's over three, um, three feet already. So she's the size of like a four year old okay. and she's only two and a half. So it's hard 
it's hard. And I find myself doing that too. I'm like, you should be able to ride this bike right now, but she doesn't get the concept yet. And I'm uh. like, Oh, cause you're only two. I am sorry, but you're size of a four year old. And like, so it's hard. And Chris will, Chris is the one that's like, go do this. And then it's just do it. He'll be like, go to your room. And she'll be like, when no. And then he's like, then pick it up. And then she'll pick it up and throw it away. And I'm like, okay. And she always listens to him more than me because I am the one who's with her all day. And I just, I give her like a little bit more leeway to try to like teach her. I don't know. Instead of just instantly reprimanding. Okay. So before we, before we close this out here, um, I want to hear about this chart because this chart sounds interesting. It seems like a good idea. So what, what exactly is on the chart? Like, how does it work? Okay. So before I made the chart, I made, um, I got a little stool, like a wooden stool from Michael's and then I painted it, um, blue and purple and I put mermaids who pout get put in timeout on it. And it's a little like mermaid timeout stool. And we started with that. And she hated being in timeout because, like I said, I was restricting her. And then after she went in timeout, she would be fine. And she would listen to me and it would be great. So now that she's two and a half, I wanted to up up it a little more, you know, introduce a little more discipline. So I sat down and I made a color chart. And it says Harley's behavior chart. And then we have, like, colors of the rainbow so like pink is at the very top and it says fantastic and then in parentheses it says you get a sticker for the day so if she gets like five stickers in a row or when she accumulates five fantastic days then she gets like a little prize which is like a little like kinder egg or like a chocolate or whatever that you know whatever she wants that's like you know we have like a little prize bin for her um that has like cheap like dollar store like stickers or something in it yeah and then um, underneath that, it says you're doing great. And then it starts in the middle, which is green. And it says, good morning. We're ready to start the day. And then I have a clothespin. So that's what moves. That's okay. what we move it with. And then after there, then it's yellow. After green comes yellow. And it is warning. You get a two-minute timeout. And... Um, then after that, it's it's orange, and it says um, a five-minute timeout. She loses um, TV, her tablet, which we don't really let her play on her tablet unless I'm driving in the car yeah. somewhere. Um, <clears throat> but, like, she'll lose, like, privileges like that. And then red is you lose everything, and you don't even get timeout. You just go straight to your room. And then... If she gets yellow, like timeout, she still can make up for it depending on how early timeout was. So she can like continue like moving up or whatever on her clothespin. So she understands some of it. And then, like I said, like there's just like that comprehension thing. So she's kind of like, huh, a little bit still. But she knows that if it goes to red, like she's in deep trouble. Yeah. It, it, so I just, I made that and trying to make something work <laughs> trying it, to make it make sense to her <laughs> it, it reminds me a bit of like the, the um the thing that was at my son's like preschool daycare type place that mm -hmm. he went to for a couple of years um and i just i never thought about doing something like that for home use that I, I i think now my kids might be a little too old for something like that i mean i'm not gonna do a thing like that for my 10 year old that seems a yeah. little awkward <laughs> um 
But no, I really like that idea overall. And you know what? Maybe someone else who's listening is like, man, this is what I've been looking for. I, this is yeah. this is the way to scare the crap out of my kid to get him to be good. You don't want to be on that red color, kid. Yeah, and like I said, she knows. She doesn't understand like, oh, you lose all privileges and you go to your room. But she knows and she tells me. I'm like, Harley, do we need to move our clothespin? And she'll be like, no, red is bed. No, no. And I'm like, that's right. Red is bed. And that means you go to your room. So like she she's starting to understand it. Um, but because I'm home with them all day, I was like, I need something. I need some kind of structure because I am home with them. So we like have some TV time in the morning while I'm making breakfast and getting the baby fed and all that stuff. And then we either go out and do something or, um, I do like the alphabet with her, um, or we, I print out some like worksheets and all that stuff. And we sit down and we like learn about stuff. And then, so like I try to like stick to like a schedule during the day, yeah. so it's not like just a free for all. Because if I just let her do whatever she wanted like all day, like I would drive myself nuts. Like cause she'd be like everywhere. Like she needs structure. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, kids, mm-hmm. kids need uh, some kind of structure because when when summer hits, I know with like my kids, yeah. like they're in school throughout the day and week and everything. And when summer hits, it just goes it goes bad. Um, but when you start closing this out probably hear the door open the back. My wife has come home for just a little bit. Um, and he start closing this out. So thank you. First of all, thank you very much for helping out with Chelsea. Not yeah, being able no, to record. no problem. I hope, I hope that like, you know, we got some good stuff. Yeah, no, no, it's been, it's been fun. And you know, like I said, most of the time, this whole thing is a cry for help for me to get someone to tell me how to fix the way I parent. Um, so, you know, as, as we're going out the door here, I want you to tell people, where they can find your show, where they can find you if they want to know when you're putting out your show and stuff like that. And, and that way they can listen to it as well. Okay. Um, well I posted to my Twitter, but, um, I am on iTunes and Google play and my podcast is called tantrums and tequila. It's a podcast I do with Lacey and we basically just talk about our week and the crazy crap that goes on and what we had to deal with, with our children and whatever else we honestly want to talk about (laughs) that week. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at rubber llama and that's pretty much it. Awesome. And everyone, thank you for listening. Um, hopefully next week, the, your, your internet mother and internet father will be back together again. Uh, <laughs> I, our, her and I, our schedules this week are going to be weird. So, I mean, hopefully it all works out for next week. Um, if you have any advice for me, if you know how I can handle this whole, you know, where to draw the line between I didn't know that was wrong and yeah, you should have known that was wrong. You know, hit me up on, on Twitter. I'm Johnny underscore casino on Twitter. J-O-N-N-Y underscore casino. I can almost not talk. Um, and I can leave my DMs open. Uh, Katie, at the end yeah. of the show, I like to, to close this off with a question that someone has proposed to Yahoo Answers. And I found this one, and, and you're a Star Wars fan, right? Are you a Star yeah. Wars fan? Okay. So oh my this, gosh, yeah. Chris and I got married on the day um, Star Wars Episode Seven came out. Okay, so here's the question that's <laughs> being asked. It says, and, and no one is answering this one, so this is just a question, a question for everyone to ponder between now and next show. It says, me and my wife are Star Wars fans. Can we name our kid Jedi? <laughs> 